Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community Cradle of Summerton, Philadelphia. We are continuing with the Maharal on Teshuva, Nesiva Teshuva over here. Perik Beis, page Kufnun Beis, left-hand column. We're beginning a new paragraph this morning. The Maharal says like this. Excuse me. In the final Perik of Yuma, Meseches Yuma, the last Perik, that's the one that talks about Aryum Kippur. Amar Iblevi. Says Greatest tshuva. Look how look how amazing. Look how powerful tshuva is. Tshuva goes all the way to Hashem's throne of glory, as it as it were. Shenemar, as it's written, Shuva Yisrael at Hashem Aleikecha. Return, O Israel, until up until Hashem your God. So tshuva goes at Hashem Aleikecha. Goes all the way to Hashem, all the way to the Kisei Hakavod. says He disagrees. He says. Up to, but not including. There's always a question when we say up and to, in 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 um, in Talmudic Hebrew, in Lashna Kodesh, the same way is, is not similar to in English. We have a question, you know, when you say until, does until mean up until and including, or up until and, and inclusive or not inclusive? So here, Rabbi Yechonon says the until God towards God means toward up until, but not including God, meaning it doesn't go all the way to the Kisiyah Kavod. Interesting, Machlekes Reb Levi and Rabbi Yechonon. Does Tshuva go all the way to the throne of glory or not? Just stop just before it. Umi Amr, Sigmar asks, Umi Amr, really say that Tshuva doesn't, does not go all the way to Hashem's throne? V'amar, didn't Rabbi Yechon say, G'dayla Tshuva, Shadaycha es loisa ase Shabbatayra? Tshuva is great, Tshuva is powerful, it pushes aside even an Aveir in the Torah, Shanemar. Hen yishlach ishas ishtoi v'hochem e'itoi v'hoisel ishacher, ad v'shuvu elai nu'um Hashem. He brings a ride from this Pasik that Shuva is so great it can even override a Naveira the Torah. A person did Naveira, it can it can it can it can negate it, it can nullify it as if it didn't happen. And Rabbiachan cites the Pasik of Shuvu Eli Nu Hashem. He come all the way back to Hashem. Even though you did Naveira and that created a certain wedge, a certain distancing between you and Hashem, Rabbiachan says the Aveira can bridge that gap, can overcome the Shuva can overcome the distance and bridge the gap. So Rabbiachan seems to contradict himself. In one place he says that Shuva brings us all the way back to the thr- throne of glory to Hashem. In one place he says, almost up until, but not including Hashem. Like Kasha, the Gemara resolves the difficulty, the contradiction, and the Gemara says, one's talking about an individual doing Shuva, one is talking about the community doing Shuva. The community, there's nothing that can stop that Shuva. There's not that Shuva is unbeatable. When the whole community gets together, uh, um, when the whole community gets together and says, We're all doing tshuva en masse, then the tshuva goes all the way back to the throne of glory. There's nothing that can get in the way. When Yachid is doing the tshuva, when it's an individual, then there are limitations to what the tshuva can do. That's Rabbi Yechon. But Rabbi Levi is going to hold that even an individual tshuva returns us all the way back to HaKadosh Baruch even if you're not doing tshuva as part of a group. Okay, that's the Gemara. Now the Gemara, now the Maral, in his inimitable fashion, is going to crack this Gemara open, analyze it, and plumb the depths of what's going on in this Gemara. Let's see. Says the Maral, We have to understand the following in, in, in approaching this Gemara. Tshuva at its basic level, tshuva, basic understanding, the Maral says an idea that he began with when we began this chapter of Nesiva Tshuva. Tshuva really just means getting back to your ground state, getting back to your basic state, which is being back at one with Hashem. 
which requires detaching myself from Avera. Tshuva is not about repenting from doing the Avera and I am automatically brought back towards Hashem. It's the other way around. It is returning to Hashem, reuniting with Hashem, realigning with Hashem, which detaches me from the Avera. The Tshuva at its core is about the realignment. Says the Maral. If tshuva requires, if tshuva rather is defined by reuniting with Hashem, by being back with, with Hashem, by being back in my ground state the way Hashem made me, it can only work and it, it only is is uh, considered to be tshuva if it comes together with a complete divestment of the avera, completely. Um, stripping myself of the Avera. This is the Pshat in this Gemara that we just quoted, that Shuva brings us all the way back to the throne of glory. What's this imagery? What's this muscle that Shuva brings a Yid back to Hashem's divine throne? It's a very interesting kind of muscle. Myra wants to know, why is the Gemara selecting that muscle, that analogy, from all things that the Gemara could have decided on, all things that, all the, you know, the different comparisons the Gemara could have used. Gemara says that Shuva goes all the way to the divine throne of, of of glory, the throne of God. What's the Pshat in that? It says the Ma'ra'al. That's the initial point of man's creation. If you want to know, where is the first place that we appear? Where is the first, where is, what's our first point of existence? Every single one of us, every single Yid, every single Jew, where is his nakudas ha-haschala? Where, where does his existence begin? The answer is, your existence begins at the Kisei HaKavit, Hashem's divine throne. In what way? So we know each and every one of us, our, our core existence is our souls, our neshama. The body is the lowest part of our existence. Our body comes last. Our soul came first. Our neshama is our essential core existence. Uh, the body is created much later. The body again is, is just the garbs, the garb, the, the the garments and the clothing of the soul. You know. Uh, okay, that's that's a different. That's a hashkafa question. Maybe he's supposed to go. Uh, you know, what 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 do you wait for first? You wait for the baby, you, and then you do the shopping, or you do the shopping, and then you, you know, wait for the baby. So it depends. It's it's it's, it's a hashkafic shaila. You know, it's one of these things that people ask. Ein Horo, things like that. You're supposed to go shopping for the baby before the baby's born. You're supposed to avoid. You're supposed to try to avoid it if you can. If it's if there's a sale, you don't have to pass up a good sale. If you have a, an aunt who, is, who says, you know, I want to take you shopping for the baby, you don't have to lose money because of Ein Horo. But yeah, you don't do um, unnecessary gratuitous shopping for a baby before a baby's born because you wait for the person, then you go get clothing for the person, right? And what are you going to buy? You're going to have pink clothes or blue clothes, right? It's a boy or girl. When you found out where the baby was, you're not supposed to do that either, right? You're not supposed to do that either. So, so uh, anyway, you wait for the person and then you 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 buy the suit, right? We don't order the suit and then bring the person into the, into the tailor. You get the person and then you get him dressed, right? That just makes sense. So with us as well, our body, our body, body part of us, flesh and blood, that's the garments to the to the to the neshama. That's the clothes. That part comes last. That is created. And uh, our parents have a role in that creation. 
But that comes out all the way at the end. The first point, part and point of us that was created is the soul. And the first place where that hoves into existence and that begins its existence is from the divine throne, the throne of glory of God. We know, that our sages tell us, that every soul of every Jew is sort of hewn um, out of the throne, uh, excavated mind, shipped off of the throne of God, whatever that means, the, the Maral's not exploring that right now, but we know that that's where our existence comes from, that's where our existence begins. So says the Maral, the Maral's going to give us a fascinating idea over here, fascinating insight. What does the throne of glory of God represent? When we say a tshuva, it goes all the way back there. It represents where we began, where we started. Where do we start? Where do we have our beginnings? Ukvara Marnu, so tshuva brings us back to where we began. The first point of our existence. Ukvara Marnu, ki atshuvahu shechayzer el haschalasai, baschalas adam mentachas kisei. Tshuva brings us back to where we began. Tshuva is like the greatest reset button. It's hitting this, it's, it's, it's restoring, we mentioned this, this idea um, a couple weeks ago, it's restoring the factory settings. That's what it is, you know? Our, our devices get cluttered, they get swamped, they get overloaded, they get bogged down, and sometimes just the best way of getting your device to work once again with efficiency is you hit that button that says restore factory settings, it wipes it clean, you start over again, brand new with a clean slate and, and fresh. So that's what um, tshuva really is. The reset button, not just coming back to Hashem, but returning to where we began. Re- rewinding, rewinding the tape and turning the dials of the clock back. Where do we begin? We had our beginnings from the throne of glory of Hashem. From there, the neshava is yun, is is um, is um, given its own its own uh, creation. It's plucked off of the throne of Hashem. Excuse me. That is the final destination of a correct and 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 and, and um, full tshuva. That's what that's that that's where our tshuva brings us, because tshuva, real tshuva, is a a a um, removal and a separation from all that that we picked up outside of our factory settings. Everything that we picked up along the way, that complicated things, that. Um, that uh, was artificial, that was not who we really were. Tshuva is sloughing all that off, is, is casting all that aside. That's the pshat in the Gemara, when the Gemara says that Tshuva is great, Tshuva is powerful, that brings us back to the Kisei HaKavod. Yes, now the Maharal is going to get to the Machleikas, Rabbi Yechon and, 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 and Riblevi. So does that go all the way back? Does it go most of the way back? Almost all the way back? Before that, though, let's just let's just pause to contemplate this. You know, the um, Maharal is telling us again an amazing insight: what tshuva is, is 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 capable of, and what we're capable of when we do a tshuva. You know, oftentimes, oftentimes we find ourselves saying and thinking, "I wish I could turn the clock back." Mm-hmm. I see that I'm not the only one that, that thinks these thoughts. Mm-hmm. At least once a year, we think this, Rabbi. Say, when do we think this on our birthday, right? Mm-hmm. 
I'm Roshani of Kibber too. I wish I could turn the clock back. I wish I could go back to, if I would be able to go back to when I was 30, 25, 20, wow. You know, if I would know then what I knew now, I'd do everything differently, right? Can you say that? We all say it, and we're religious Jews, right? No, I'm saying like, <coughs> what happened? That's right. The way it was supposed to be. Yes, so we're going somewhere this very good stand. We're going. No, I mean, I have my own, I have a hero, right? I have, I have free will, I have free will. So uh, we say, we wish we could turn the clock back. We all say that, we all say that. How I wish I could go back, I would do things differently, I would change things. And that's an expression of... Regret. Of regret, that's right, of regret. But more than just regret, an expression of, of um, despair. Not just regret, but despair. What's the difference between regret and despair? Regret, I, I, I feel bad, but you know, there may just hope. Despair is there's no hope, meaning you can, I can't go back. I wish I could go back. I wish I could turn the clock back and do everything differently, right? I know what Ramesh is thinking when he says he, wish he wishes he could turn the clock back. Turn the clock back and tell them to, to make different play calls. Do it this way, not that way, right? Go back to the last, last 10 seasons of the Eagles, right? Give them all the... No, that, that's not what he means. Of course, I know. Just making a... Just a vitz over here, a vitz. Uh, we all think that, and but we say that despairingly. Because, oh, we know we can't. It's like Stan saying, we know we can't turn the clock back. We're religious Jews. There's no such thing as a time machine that exists in, in Hollywood and in, in fiction. We can't really turn the clock back. That's why we despair. Maral saying we could turn the clock back. That's the godless of, of, of this piece of the Maral. A beautiful idea that he's sharing with us. Talk to here in the, away in the middle of the Nesiva, Shuvah, Perak Beis, and Nesiva's Olam. Maral saying is Shuvah, it says turn the clock back. Now, we can't turn the biological clock back. That we can't do. But as far as looking back and like all the bad habits that I've accrued, the, 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 the sorry state that I got myself in, the, you know, all the failed opportunities that I had, all the times that I could have soared and I could have achieved greatness and look instead at what happened to me, that's a, as an attitude of despair, says the Maral. No, tshuva, tshuva is exactly showing us that we, we are at any given point in time capable of turning the clock back and hitting a reset switch, hitting a reset button and saying, okay, my have a have what happened, happened, as Stan said, that you can't, you can't recover those missing years, but as far as, as far as what I feel I could have accomplished and what I feel I could have done differently and who I feel I could have been, that I still can be and that I am still capable of being that person that 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 I'm despairing of ever of of of, of not having become, and those accomplishments and those achievements, and 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 that state of of uh, you know that pristine state that looking back you know if uh, if I would have made better choices made better decisions, <clears throat> when we have that attitude of despair, the Maral saying shuva is magasa kisei covered shuva shows us that we can indeed hit a reset switch. And the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years of our lives can really just become irrelevant just like that. And yeah, you, go ahead and be that person right now. Be that person right now. Be that person right now because when Shuvah is done properly, Shuvah restores the factory settings. Shuvah says the last 30 years are irrelevant. All that I, I feel I did wrong those dumb moves that I made, 
is irrelevant and irrelevant in, 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 in the most practical way possible, I feel that maybe you put me on a trajectory to go here and like, you know, I could have been here. I could have done this and put me on the wrong trajectory. There is no trajectory. If I do the proper tshuva right now, I can right now be on the correct trajectory and be that person that I'm despairing of, of being because because um, I can completely reset my life. I, I am able to turn the clock back. That's what the Maharal is saying. I'm turning the clock back in terms of of, of um, what I built up, what I accrued, the bad habits, the bad practices, the bad tra- trajectory in life, the bad... Um, direction that my lifestyle has carved out for myself, all that can be and will be irrelevant just like this when I do a proper tshuva. An amazing idea. But that, that's the point that the Maharal is making. That's how the Maharal is understanding this Gemara. Magaz covered means that nothing that I did has to be regarded as relevant. Nothing that I did really is relevant when I do a proper tshuva. Everything can be disregarded and discarded and said, said as best as possible, that person that I see in my mind, that, that me, I want to be me again at 20. Why do I want to be me at 20? Because if I could be me at, at age 20 again, I'll be, I, 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 would, I could be this person, not the person that I am. No, you can do that right now. Through tshuva, you can be that person that you fantasize about being, that, that you're, you at age 20 once again, that would have been that that 30, 40, 50, 60 year old person that you're fantasizing that you would have loved to be. No, you could be that person right now. You really could. You really could. Because Shuva turns the clock back, restores all the settings to their to their original positions, and makes everything irrelevant, both in my standing in Shemaim and my 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 uh, attitude towards myself, my identity um, and my standing in terms of who I am right now and who I can be. So this is the chat in going to the Kisah Kavid. We'll stop over here and tomorrow we'll see that Maharal is going to explain the, the, the uh, nitty-gritty over here, the subtleties of this Machlaikas. So does it go all the way to the throne? Does it go almost to the throne? Stop right before the throne? What does that mean? We'll see that in Hashem tomorrow.